Shalom to all! Today's daf is Sogadav Chafei, and we are starting 10 lines from the top with the brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored by Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Biakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Shluchai Mitzvah, someone who's involved in doing a Mitzvah, they're going along the way to learn Taira, or to greet their Rebbe, or to redeem captives. Turn from Sukkah, that's even at nighttime when they're going to sleep, that's because of Isaac of Mitzvah, Patr, and Mitzvah. Someone who's involved in doing a Mitzvah, they're Patr from doing another Mitzvah. The Mishnah continues, Chalunim Shamshain, someone who's sick and their attendants, Turn and Asukah, they're also Patr from Sukkah. And the third halacha, a person that eat and drink in a non-permanent fashion, he's kind of grabbing a snack. He's allowed to do that outside of the sukkah. And now the Gemara addresses our first thing that we learned, which is Isaac mitzvah. How do we know that? To turn around, we have a brayso. We have a pasuk that teaches us about saying kriyashma. When is a person chayav to say kriyashma? When you're sitting in your house, that excludes if you're being Isaac in a mitzvah. You're in the middle of doing a mitzvah. Says the pasuk, when you're going along the way, you're chayav to say kriyashma. That excludes a chasson. And we can't amru from here. They said. Hakanis is a basula, someone who's marrying a basula, a virgin, potter, he's potter for saying kriyashma of almana. However, if he's marrying an almana, a widow, chayv, he's chayv to say kriyashma. But now the Gemara asks, my mashma, how do we infer from this pasuk that Isaac will mitzvah, potter, and a mitzvah? Amrav Huna answers, kiderech, just like the way, meaning a person has to say kriyashma when he's going along the way. So therefore, we compare any chayv to say kriyashma like going along the way. Just like when a person's walking along the way, he's doing something, he's moseying along the way, that's a rishos. He doesn't have to be doing that. Afkal rishos. So too, if he's involved in something that's a rishos, it's not mandatory. He's doing something that he could do if he wants to. He doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. So then he's chayv to say kriyashma. Lafuke hai, excluding this person, did mitzvah asuk. He's involved in a mitzvah. He's not chayv to say kriyashma. That's a mitzvah. It's obligatory. He must do so. The Gemara asks, Milai's getting to cause of our mitzvah. Aren't we talking about where he's actually going along the way for a mitzvah? He's going along the way for a mitzvah. The Kamrachman of the Torah still says, like read that he should say kriyashma. So perhaps the pasuk is saying that he would have to say kriyashma in this case. So the Gemara says no because imkain if so the pasuk should just say in your sitting or in your going. Why does the pasuk emphasize in your sitting and in your going? It's only when you're going along the way for yourself. You have an option to do so. However, if you're going along the way because you're involved in a mitzvah, that's something that's not considered obligatory. It's not like you have a choice in the matter. It's a mitzvah. You're involved in something else. So then, you're going to be potter. The Gemara asks, Even a person who's marrying an almano, he should be potter from saying kriyashma. The Gemara answers it's different. If a person's marrying a basula, Tarid, he's preoccupied. So it's not just that he's involved in a mitzvah. He's preoccupied. The way we would say it is that he doesn't have headspace. His mind is completely focused on something else, and therefore he's not able to concentrate. He's not able to say kriyashma. If a person's marrying an almana, like Tarid, he's not completely preoccupied with bias mitzvah, and therefore he would still have to say kriyashma. So the Gemara asks, Does that mean anytime a person's preoccupied, he doesn't have the proper headspace? He's potter from saying kriyashma? Alameata seems to be from here. Let's say his ship is drowning at sea. He keeps on getting messages that his ship is drowning. He's most definitely tarred in that case. Does that mean he doesn't have to say Kriyashma? And if you're going to say, yeah, you're right, he wouldn't have to say Kriyashma there. He doesn't have any headspace. He can't focus. His ship is drowning. He says, In Avel, someone who's in mourning, he is chayv with all mitzvahs that says in the Tyra, he's also chayv to say Kriyashma. Except for putting on tefillin, it says the word pe'er, glory, and he shall not glorify himself when he's in a state of Avelos. But besides for that, he's chayv to say Kriyashma. So we see that even if a person is tarot, he's chayv to say kriyashma. The Gemara answers, Hacha tarot here the mitzvah. When a person is involved in be'ilas mitzvah, he's marrying a basula, he is preoccupied and his preoccupation is with a mitzvah. His lack of headspace is because he's involved in a mitzvah. Hasam over there, when his ship is drowning, tarot here the You're right, he doesn't have headspace. However, it's rishos. He's preoccupied with something that's not necessarily mitzvah.
mitzvah related, and therefore he still chayv to say kriyashma. Now the Gemara asks, Do we really learn it out from this source of kriyashma? Mehasam nafka, we really learn it out from there. The time you have a pasuk, there were men, they were tamei meis, and they went over to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, gara, why should we be any worse? Why should we not be able to bring the carbon pesach? And he had told them, okay, so you bring a carbon pesach on pesach sheni, which is in a month from now. Now, who are these people that were tamei meis and were unable to bring the carbon pesach? So one shita is Yosef Hayu. They actually carried the arn of Yosef. They carried the coffin that had the bones of Yosef, and therefore they're tamei meis. That's Rabbi Yisaglili's opinion. He says, no, they were Mishal and Atzafan were the sons of Aaron Hakayin, Shahayu Aiskiminadavaviu. They were dealing with Nadavanaviu. Let's remember that Akamasa Mishkan was on the first of Nisan, and at the end of Akamasa Mishkan, Nadavanaviu, they brought an Eish Zar, they brought Katyrus into the Kesh Kadashim, and they died. Their brothers, Mishal and Atzafan, took them out of the Kesh Kadashim, and they were dealing with them, so they were the ones that were Tommy Mace. That's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. But now Rabbi Yitzchakimer, he says, If they were the ones that were carrying the Arn of Yosef, they would have already had enough time to become Tahar. There's a seven day process that someone who's Tommy Mace has to go through in order to become Tahar, and they would have had ample time. They could have stopped carrying it seven days prior to Pesach, and then they would have been Tahar. So it couldn't have been them. And in Mishal Valtzafan Hayu, if it was Mishan Valtzafan, Yechalim Hayu Latar, they also would have had enough time to become Tahar. Ella must be Eiske Mace Mitzvah Hayu. They were in the middle of dealing with the Mace Mitzvah. It doesn't have to be Mace Mitzvah, which is specifically talking about someone that has no one to bury them. This could be it was their Mace, it was their relative, and it's still a Mitzvah to be involved with burying someone who's a relative. So therefore, they were involved in burying someone. Shechal Shvi Shalhem Lias Barav Pesach. Their seventh day of their Tahar process fell out on Erev Pesach. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, They were unable to do the Karm Pesach that day. What do we learn from there? On that specific day, literally Erev Pesach, they were unable to bring the Karm Pesach. However, the next day, they would have been able to bring the Karm Pesach, and we know that they actually would have been Tahar already by the night time, they technically would have been able to bring the Karm Pesach. But what do we see from here? That when they were about to approach their mace to deal with him, they didn't have to tell themselves, if we're involved right now in dealing with our mace, we're not going to be able to bring the carbon Pesach. Here we have slightly different understanding of what Ha'isik Mitzvah is. If a person is about to be involved in a Mitzvah right now, he does not have to start thinking about other Mitzvahs that he will not be able to do later on because of this Mitzvah that he's doing now. So we clearly learn about Ha'isik Mitzvah Mitzvah from this case of Pesach Sheni. Why do we need the Josh from Kriyashma? So the Gemara says, Tricha, we actually need both Joshas. The Yashmin and Hasam, if we only had the case of Pesach Sheni, I would say Mishim Deloy Matas Man the Pesach. Since it hadn't come time yet for the carbon Pesach, and therefore the only mitzvah in front of them right now is to deal with the mace, I would say, of course, you're dealing with this mace right now. You don't have to start cheshbening about the carbon Pesach. But when we're dealing here with a chasen right now, the matas man kriyashma, right now it's time to say kriyashma. A molai, I would say that he's not patron saying kriyashma. He should stop what he's doing, say kriyashma, and then go back to being a chasen. That's why I need the drasha of kriyashma. And if we only had the case over here by kriyashma, that ha'isik mitzvah, patron mitzvah, I would say mishum to like a cars. We're not dealing with an iser cars over here. If a person doesn't say kriyashma, he's not going to be chayv kares. I will hasam, but over there, in the case of pesach sheni, the ikka kares, a person's going to get kares if he doesn't bring the karm pesach without a valid excuse. A molay, I might say that we will not apply ha'isik mitzvah patron mitzvah. Tzricha, that's why we need both drushas. And now the gemara analyzes gufa we had just said previously on amar alf amar vav barzav da amar rav avil chayv b'chala mitzvah zemuras b'tayra that avil a mourner is chayv with all the mitzvahs that says in the tayra chutz mitfilin except for putting on tefillin shareinir behen peir because it says peir. Now where do we know this from? Hashem had told you Chaskal Navi that your wife is going to die and you are not allowed to act like an Avil. Hashem told him you have to wear your Pe'er on you meaning you have to put your Tefillin on. And we learn from there you as an Avil has to wear Tefillin. However, anyone else that's an Avil is part of from wearing Tefillin. And 
Now, the Gemara just qualifies, that's only talking about the first day after the person died and they're being involved in the burial. Then a person's potter from wearing tefillin, the Chesivit says in the Pasuk, and her end is going to be like a bitter day. So we say, like one bitter day. So once a person dies, there's only one day that a person is potter from wearing tefillin. However, after that, a person is chayv to wear tefillin, even during the seven days of Avelis. And if Amar Rav Amarav, Avel chayv a mourner is chayv in sukkah. The Gemara asks Pshita, isn't that obvious? We had just said previously that a Avel, a mourner, is chayv in all mitzvahs that says in the Torah except for tefillin. And all mitzvahs that says in the Torah include sitting in a sukkah. So of course he's chayv to be in a sukkah. The Gemara says, no, Ma'adatemi, you might have thought, since Rav Amar Zavda said in the name of Rav Mitzta'er, Pater Menasukkah, someone who's bitza'er, someone who's in distress, he's in pain, he's Pater from being in a sukkah. This person is considered a Mitzta'er, he's in distress, he's in pain because he's a mourner. Kamash Mulan, the Chiddush is, that's only a Tzar Demela. That's a Tzar that comes because of the sukkah. Rashi says, if it's very cold or if it's very hot or the schach smells terrible, so then when you leave the sukkah, you're going to alleviate yourself from that stress. But over here, he's the one that's causing stress to himself. He should calm himself down, he should relax himself, and then he'll be able to be in the sukkah, even though he's a mourner, and that's why he's chayv. This is not the type of tsar that patters him from sukkah. And another memra. We're going to describe who all these people are. They're patter from sukkah all seven days of celebration. So the chasun is obvious, he's the groom. The shushvinin are his close circle of friends that are celebrating with him, and kol b'nei ha'chapa. Who are those? So loosely translated, the b'nei ha'chapa are the other members of the wedding party. More specifically, the chapa here is referring to where the chasun and kala are actually living during the seven days after the wedding. That's where all the celebrations are going to take place. Not like nowadays where every night they sleep somewhere different and have shavu brachas all over the place. There was one place where they spent seven days of celebration. So all the people that are coming to celebrate with them, the b'nei ha'chapa, the people that are going to be in their place of residence, they're potter from sukkah all seven days. The Gemara asks my time, well, why are all these people potter from sukkah? We answer, that's because they have to rejoice, they have to be besimcha, and they can't do so in a sukkah. The Gemara asks, why not? Let them eat all the sutas in the sukkah, let them rejoice in the sukkah. We answer, no, because in simcha el the real simcha is at the chapa, again, which means at the place of residence, and the place of residence isn't in the sukkah. The Gemara asks, fine, so so let them eat in the sukkah, that's where all their food is going to be eaten, because you're supposed to eat in the sukkah on sukkahs, and then they'll rejoice in the chapa, they'll rejoice in the place of residence, which is the house. So the Gemara answers, no, because in simcha el suda, the real simcha is only where you're eating, and therefore, we're not going to eat in the sukkah and rejoice somewhere else, and we're not going to be rejoicing in the sukkah, therefore, we're just going to eat and rejoice in the house. So the Gemara asks, fine, so we'll have the chuppah b'sukkah. Why don't they just live in the sukkah for all seven days? Their chuppah, their place of residence, should be in the sukkah. So by Amr, he answers, Mishum Yichud, we're going to have Yichud issues. Since the chuppah here means the place of residence, and usually the sukkahs were set up on the roof, which is not so easily accessible, so the chassan might have to tend to his needs, the kal is going to be left alone, and just then, someone's going to drop by to wish Mazel Tov and celebrate, and he's going to end up being miyachid with the kala. So we have this issue, therefore, they do not have to be in a sukkah. Now, for he says, Mishum Tsar Chasan, because of the distress of the Chasan. Remember, he's going to be in a sukkah, and the sukkah is going to be open, as most sukkahs usually have only three walls and not four walls, at least back in the day. And he wants to joke around and he wants to be affectionate with his new wife, and he's not going to be able to do that. That causes him Tsar, and therefore, he doesn't have to be in a sukkah all seven days. Now, my Benel, what's the difference between these two opinions? The difference is, if there's going to be a lot of people going in and out of the sukkah to wish Mazel Tov. According to the Mandar, that we're going to have an issue of Yichud, that someone might be left alone with the Kalalaka, there's no issue because there's always going to be a lot of people. According to the Manda Amar, there's the distress of the Chasan. He's not going to be able to be affectionate with his wife because it's somewhat of a public setting. Ika, we still have this issue. And Amar Abzeira, he tells us about when he got married. I know I, when I got married, I ate in the Sukkah, and I rejoiced in the Chuppah. Again, my place of residence was not in the Sukkah. It was just in a house. 
I split my time eating in the sukkah, rejoicing in the house. And Vakal Shekhan to Khalibai, for sure my heart was rejoicing to Kavid Natarti because I did both. After Lakaim Shneim, you're able to go eat in the sukkah and be Makaim the mitzvah of sitting and eating in the sukkah. And I rejoiced in the house, so everything was great, and I was very happy over sukkahs. We're going to stop here for the day, continue to talk about a chasen and all of the Bnei Chapa tomorrow, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.